First and foremost, let me get your thoughts on the latest developments uh, regarding the Deputy President, Cyril Ramaphosa. I mean, Elvis, it's not surprising uh, <coughs> that such material has been reported upon and it appears that it is being used by the other faction within the ANC to discredit uh, Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa. But this shows uh, that the stakes are high, Elvis, and it's also a race to the bottom. This is how bad things have gotten within the ANC. It's not about policies. It's not about positions. It's not about taking the country forward. But it's about personalities now. As you see, uh, those front runners, I think now they are squared against each other. And I think that Elvis, we can only expect it to get worse as we get closer to the elected conference. So you say it's a race to the bottom. It is definitely a race for the elective conference. Yesterday we talked about the dirty type of trick campaigns that would happen perhaps in this campaign. And now we've seen it. Do you think that this is part and parcel of a dirty tricks campaign? It is very clear. It is part and parcel of that. And you must also expect that uh, the other side might retaliate as well. I don't think they will take this line down. Uh, we have seen as well here that there seems to be, this seems to be a diligent work. This is not uh, just a random uh, material being made available by people with no other intention. It, it's, it's their sinister intentions here, and I think that uh, the people who orchestrated this probably are sitting somewhere else, maybe plotting their next move or even expecting a backlash from the other camp. But certainly it drags them all down. It, it, no one is, is going to gain out of this eventually. Whoever is going to win the elected conference of this of the party will still remain with those credibility issues that will have been brought up by this kind of deputy campaign. Now, the deputy president, Ramaphosa, released a press release saying that it was a smear campaign, a distortion, and that he and his wife are supporting 54 young students and that evidence of the bank transfers to them have been used to make these scandalous allegations. Uh, is, is that uh, p- p- perhaps uh, the answer to the question that is being posed by the newspaper, you think? I think he tried. I mean, uh, we saw the, the 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 response, the official response from Deputy President. But I think he tried. But you know, people are already also talking. Elvis, uh, you you look on Twitter, people are saying that uh, it appears that Deputy President is also not denying the authenticity of those emails. The thing is. If you do not deny the authenticity, you are actually giving people, people have got now a carte blanche actually to go whichever way they want when it comes to interpreting those emails. So if he cannot deal with the question of authenticity, if he cannot challenge their authenticity, I'm afraid this won't be enough. Uh, Just saying that uh, uh, this is a campaign, that is the intention, no doubt about it. But there are those who would want him to come out regarding the substance of uh, what is being said about him. Mm-hmm. What does this mean for not just the race for the leadership of the African National Congress, but for unity within the ANC? It will take a great deal of work, Elvis, to get a sense of unity, to arrive at a sense of unity within the ANC. I mean, this is clearly demonstrated by what we are seeing here. If members are willing to use this kind of material against each other. For me, it's not an indication of people willing to go towards a compromise. And you you strive unity, you you strike unity when you are capable of compromising. I do not see um, uh, members of ANC here willing to compromise. This conference is going to produce only winners and losers. It's not going to produce anything in the middle. So... 
unity is far. It will need a great deal of work. It will need, uh, I, I think they're beyond that now. This is nearly impossible. I don't see it in the horizon. Mm-hmm. Now, the deputy president also said that uh, he has made uh, a confession really about the extramarital affairs uh, uh, as he tried to move and, and to clear his name amid signs of this dirty tricks campaign. Uh, in, in, a, uh, you know, in the newspaper, in the Sunday Times, uh, he indicated that he did have an affair with a Limpopo doctor, but he ended it eight years ago. Um, as they say, normally in psychology, uh, you know, you need to admit to your problems before you can move forward. Is that perhaps the case here? I would say, Elvis, I've seen these things happening. I've, I've watched this thing in other countries, uh, in the UK, in the US, in, in many countries. And, and I would say, Elvis, you know, people start admitting what appears to be comfortable to admit and selecting and dismissing other things that they consider to be quite gory. And people are going to start looking, saying that, look, why all these that one has admitted are, are the most forgivable in the list of allegations? Why isn't there one that is nearly unforgivable and so forth? So I don't know whether Deputy President is caving in and trying to manage this, but one way or another is that if there is substance to the allegation about those eight women, if he doesn't deal with it now, uh, instead of managing it, and it, if, if he doesn't admit to it, it's just going to be stretched into the conference because there will just be more proof. People will be bringing more evidence uh, if there is substance to this to substantiate what, what the allegations. So the, this one could drag long, Elvis, and people need to understand these things are never manageable. You're wasting your money if someone comes telling you that I can do a good PR work on this. These things, we're in the age of social media. You can't manage them. The, the, the sooner you speak the truth, the quicker you're out of it. Mm-hmm. As a political analyst, is this perhaps the first of a few uh, of these uh, type of scandals that we might see or dirty laundering being, laundry being hanged out in public? And how is this likely uh, to impact on his chances uh, for the union building? I, I think to start with these chances, Elvis, I've always believed and I've, I've put it on record in my columns there that I think that Sir Ramaphosa's campaign is weak. And uh, I thought it was not matching, it lacked a bit of gravitas on the ground. Of course, things have changed and there's been an attempt on his side. But I, I still think that uh, Damini Zuma is on the lead, in re- substantively, uh, irrespective of what is being said about the allocation. Whether she's bad or good, it's another thing altogether. And I have my own views about that. I think that she's not the most credible leader. There's that problems thereof. But is she leading? I think she's leading this campaign. So if you look at it from that point of view, you'll say Ramaphosa was already in trouble. So maybe if this comes well, if this is expedited well, maybe this could, maybe it could help him. Cast him as a victim. Maybe if you get more attacks and more credibility you get, I don't know, Elvis. It depends on what his camp stretches out of this. But one way or another, it's not going to leave him uh, as, as, as he were a few weeks ago. It's certainly going to change things. And it's about uh, how he can uh, mitigate negative influence out of this. How do you view this? Do you think that state resources are being used to fight political battles here, perhaps? It has always been the case. It went far back as this. What is happening is that state resor- the use of state resources is something being perfected. It's not about the question whether or not they're being used. Material coming out of this requires people to go into someone's email 
And usually the incumbent are the usual suspects out of this. It's it, it come out before. We're not the only people who are, who are talking about this. Right to know Section 20. A lot of people have spoken about it. Different NGOs have spoken about it, uh, uh, this concern of the use uh, of state of state institution and also electronic monitoring, extrajudicial electronic monitoring. So it lends itself to that. And I think even Ramaphosa, I think, you know, intimated that in his response, public statement he made yesterday. Now, if the deputy president comes out of this first installment of a dirty tricks campaign, as they called it, uh, could this perhaps spin back and, and maybe benefit him in the long run? It could. It has a potential to do that. It could, but it will need to be diligently handled to arrive at that or to bring about uh, maybe such returns uh, for him. The thing is that, you know, he has taken a moral position in his challenge of President Jacob Zuma. So, you know, nations worry a lot about honesty. If if, if you have, you, you show moral elasticity that people don't like, where you bend backward and forward. Like, you know, you you say this in the public and then you do this in your private life. That itself can be quite a problem. But what can make it worse is if you try to manage it and you add another lie on top of it, only subsequently to cave in when you can no longer substantiate it. That could make it worse. The crisis is there. Now it all depends on the ordinary response and, and how the response come about from Sil Ramaphosa. That response will determine the impact of this crisis. On its own, it does not necessarily amount to damage. It's about how he responds to it that uh, he can actually try maybe to avoid negative impact. Should we be concerned as the public, the general public for that matter, that uh, uh, the Sushi King, Kenny Kunene, and the BLF leader, Andilam Katama, was in court yesterday uh, supporting this uh, uh, effort? I would imagine those people that you mentioned, if they were elsewhere on a holiday fishing and they heard that there was this happening, they will drop everything they are doing and come and support. And I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that they are behind this. I'm not alluding that. But it is just something that it proves their point. Uh, their point being that uh, uh, the person that you guys are begging and the, uh, the narratives through which you are supporting this person of integrity and so forth is not, it's not true. Look what this person is doing and how can you trust this person with state resources? At least President Jacob Zuma is in the open about trading five wives. So those, those things, are, 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 they do matter. And I think those people you are mentioning, Elvis, are people who will who will certainly have a, a great week uh, from tomorrow extracting, you know, mileage out of this issue. Certainly they are going to try. You show them, they, they showed up at court speedily. Certainly I think they've got a good plan of their own mini press releases throughout the week in whatever form. Will we see a pushback from the deputy president after this and where to from here? The response doesn't satisfy me. You know, if you look at the the response tells you about what kind of a pushback is likely to happen. When I was reading that statement, Elvis, the response, and after reading the response, and I I, I hear reports that uh, the deputy president is in court trying to stop uh, publishing all this. For me, uh, the response is a a little bit mixed. It's not clear, it's vague. Uh, I don't know... The question of the authenticity of these things have not actually been dealt with, but there is response about some of the substantive issues that are being alleged in those emails without dealing with authenticity of these emails. I mean, we have a response that says that the deputy president is helping eight young women. Well, that could be the case. Is that response warrant us to then say 
all other things that are being said in that email are true, except, I mean, there is fabrication and all that. How do you respond to fabrication? That's just one of those things that needs to come out clear. But looking at this nature of the response, uh, Elvis, I do have doubts if there will be a coherent pushback from the deputy coming out of this.